The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome, everyone, and thanks for being with us today. We love talking about people that are intentional and making a difference in the world. Uh, That person today would be Paula Bell. Paula, welcome to our show today. I've been really looking forward to you being with us. Hi, Temple. Oh, I as well. I have been so excited to chat with you, and, and thank you for honoring me with this opportunity to to chat with you today. Well, you started on this journey a very long time ago as an intentional spirit. Um, Tell our listeners how you got started on a path of really focusing and, and that other, you know, being a giver to the universe, that all those things actually mattered to you. Yes. Well, Actually, uh, the truth of it is that started very young for me. Uh, a brief history, I was born a premature baby. I was a little over two pounds. Um, given my last rites, not expected to survive the night, and I did survive. And at six months old, I was five pounds. And so early on, I felt... God wanted me to live. God wanted me to survive, and I'm going to be grateful for that. And I'm going to be a servant. So really that started early for me. And as I got into my 20s, I I started college. I started working at a restaurant, which I then bought. And I was there 27 years, and I had a server's heart then. And then after selling my restaurant, I, I got opened up into Reiki energy healing, which I fell in love with. And I began that journey for love of a, a dear dog that owned my heart, and it really helped her for a few years. And, and I already had what I feel is just a, a very great love of source, um, God, Jesus, whatever you you prefer, but that's, you know, my verbiage. And this has just expanded it. And it's, you know, I've learned with my path that as I open up more and more to this this love and compassion and the more I want to serve, it's like more doors are opened. So, and that tells me I'm on the right path. Absolutely. Let's go back to the dog. Um, was she a pet of yours that you had this relationship? Uh, was she, you know, one of your connections? Were you? Was she sick or did she have a debilitating kind of problem. Um, Talk more about her. She did. She was a a beautiful white shepherd, 
and I took her in when she was a puppy, and she owned my heart. She slept with me every night, and I just adored her. And she was about 14 and had a tumor. The vet removed the tumor. She wasn't doing very well. She could barely walk. And I learned Reiki, and I started giving her Reiki energy healing on a regular basis, and she improved so much, and that gave me two more years with her. But she she's still with me today. I, I still communicate with her. She's with me every moment. I, I have no doubt. Well, I love hearing that. I love hearing that story because I, you know, part of what I say often is that animals will bring uh, into awareness certainly parts of ourselves that often are lying dormant. In your case, a tremendous healing capacity that wasn't really being exercised. So that's uh, what a beautiful story that is in that in that journey. So you've been a Reiki practitioner since 2008, I believe I read? Yes, yes. So, yeah. And how would you say, for the simplicity of it, even though people say, you know, kind of know what Reiki is, um, in your own definition, because we use these terms and yet we all practice them somewhat uniquely, um, what, what, how would you define the way that you practice it? Well, uh, Reiki, I've come over the years to, you know, when someone just says real quickly, what is Reiki? And I find that really difficult because really it is so beyond words. It does so much. Mm-hmm. But basically it works with our, our energy, our energy system, our vibration, and it actually comes through us. We are just a vessel. It it brings us closer to God, closer to source. And really it's opening a door. And we have the scientific evidence on one side, and there is a lot, because we are energy beings, and that can't be denied. And then we bring in the spiritual side, which brings in the love and the connection to source and to God and to that healing. And you combine all that with a Reiki practice. So for my my teaching and my practice of Reiki is doing the energy work, doing the hands-on, but also being there as someone for others to listen to, someone for others to share what they have going on and also be a positive spokesperson for them, letting them know they're loved and they're cared about. Because I personally believe that our mindset and our thoughts make a big difference in our healing and how we feel about ourselves as well. Well, absolutely. I gave a talk the other night and I was saying how You know, it's so important for healers uh, like myself and like you that we continue to reveal ourselves, uh, that we continue to do that deeper work on ourselves because to that level is how we can hold everyone else. Um, I love that story. Have you heard that story about the, the woman that she went to Gandhi and she asked Gandhi if she, he would please talk to her son? about uh, the downside of using sugar. Have you heard that story? No, I haven't. Oh, well, I'll I'll give it to you because I know you do radio and I I love those sacred stories. And anyway, so this woman, she knew that her son really admired Gandhi and so she, she went to see him and she said, could you please tell my son to stop eating sugar? And he said, I need you to come back in six months. And and so in six months, here he comes, um, the son, with mom. And mom goes, well, we're back. You know, you said come back in six months. Here I am. And Gandhi then says to the son, son, sugar's not good for you, and you need to stop eating sugar. And the woman was kind of, you know, kind of taken back with it and kind of upset. Like, 
okay, why in the world, you know, couldn't you have just told him that six months ago that we had to go through this? And Gandhi said, because I had to stop eating sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that a great story? I love that story. I love that story. And I found often in the people that come to me for shamanic practitioner counseling or as a spiritual leader that are working with elements of their own lives, you know, through the journey of, of the many, you know, the 25 years, there have been times that there's been something triggered in me that says, I need to work on this deeper. You know, maybe it's, uh, not being as comfortable as I would like to be sitting with someone else's pain, so therefore that I needed to go sit with mine. Um, and that's one of the things I admired about you as I uh, witnessed you on one of our travel excursions, our pilgrimages, if you will, is that I, 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 it was nice to see how you model that with others, how you kind of create this template of wholeness um, when people are around you so that they can step into that. Because I, I feel that often we are the Michelangelo chipping away to find the David, don't you? Yes, yes. Well said, yes. Yeah. And I, and it, I love what you mentioned about, you know, beginning with us. I mean, as as a healer, we really do need to love ourselves first. I love that temple. Yeah, it's, uh, well, I, I remember um, a number of years ago, we had, I think, two consecutive years, we had Deborah King. And Deborah King is a, you know, people wait in line uh, for her to do healings on them physically, emotionally, mentally, and whatever. And I remember the second time she came, she said, I'm so excited because I've had a number of new breakthroughs myself. <laughs> so I'm going to be able to hold you to a different level of expectation than I was the last time I came. And that's always stuck with me, you know, because it's so true. Like Gandhi and the sugar, it's true because you can, you can hold that because you know, you know it's possible because you've had that experiential value, you know, into your, into your own life. And that's specifically why I wanted to ask you about Reiki because – um, it is a it is a word that for so many people means many different layers, and yet it is simple, and yet it has its own complexities of what it can offer a person that are quite really unlimited, actually. Um, and I think that you know sometimes I I don't know if you find this, but it, in my own work with um, shamanic work. Of, of working at the nature of people's energy and their, their chakras and things like that. It's almost like, <laughs> because within its own essence, it's so simple that people doubt it works. <laughs> yes, yes. You know what I mean? It's like, well, I couldn't have done anything. What? But they almost, it's like if it's not hard, you know, it doesn't seem like it could be possible. <laughs> yes, and it's so hard for some to grasp that, but it's so true. It's it's so powerful, but yet it's simple. It, it's just a, yeah. so it is, so be it, and it is done. Yes. And it goes in a door that people cannot manipulate, nor control, nor coerce, nor force. It just takes away the isness that doesn't belong. Yeah, and one of the things I love about Reiki is is that energy, that healing. It it goes where needed. Source that person's higher self. They know what that person needs. It's it's just beautiful. And absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at all the various things that you do, and I would like our listeners to tune right in to your website, wellnessinspired.com. That's wellnessinspired.com. As I'm talking with Paula Bell, who is a, a Reiki um, specialist, uh, she offers the crystal bed, she does uh, coaching counseling, 
and she also has uh, her own well-known radio show for the love of Reiki. And you talk to people all over the world, don't you, Paula? Yes, yes. It's it's so beautiful. And the show, the amazing guests that I'm coming in contact with and that are contacting me, and right now I have shows booked out four months. It's it's just beautiful. I It's been such a blessing. And it wasn't something that I even expected to ever manifest. I, I didn't... In, even dream I'd be a radio host, and it came to me. So it's amazing. Well, I remember um, years ago when I had a good recruiter in the Army recruit me to be in telecommunications, and he said I would be a radio operator. And I, I was kind of allured by the idea that one day I would be on radio, but that was so not, it wasn't what I thought it was at all. <laughs> so probably the seed was planted within you somewhere long ago as well and I'm just I'm just glad that you that you answered. Um I want to thank all of you for tuning in today to the Intentional Spirit. We'd love to have great guests like Paula that give us new ways of seeing and being and being in that place of what it means to be intentional, to be invigorated, to be energized by by spirit, by life. Um, by who we are. I always like to say that the more excited we are about our own lives, the more excited life is about us. So um, we we benefit from the wisdom that is being imparted to us today. And, and when we come back after this short break, Paula, I want to talk about certainly many things with you, but I want to find out how you got involved with the great crystal bed. So we'll be right back after this short break. And I want to thank all of you for being with us. Hi. We're here. We just took a break. Oh, hi, Tempo. Unity Online Radio brings you inspiring programs on a variety of spiritual topics. Giving to the network is now easier than ever. Simply text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone. You can make a one-time or recurring donation. Your gifts help us offer enriching spiritual programs that reach listeners around the world. Text Unity Radio to 72727. Thank you for your support. You have a coach in your corner. A life coach, that is. Like a coach in sports, a life coach can help you set clear goals and develop the confidence and tools you need to achieve them. Join certified life coach Carla McClellan Tuesdays at 3 p.m. for Vibrant Living on Unity Online Radio. Each week, Coach Carla and her guests will share strategies and solutions designed to help make your life more focused, more meaningful, and more vibrant. Do you have a specific issue or topic you'd like to discuss with Coach Carla? Call in toll-free Tuesdays at 3 p.m. during Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla. Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, shows you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. 
Each week you'll learn about the latest on the vegan life. It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Guests will range from unity ministers to vegan authors, activists, physicians, chefs, and even some of those glittery celebs. There'll be recipes, ideas, tips for going vegan at your own pace, and ways to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time for Main Street Vegan, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at theintentionalspirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you for listening to our show, and we truly appreciate your continued support of Unity Online Radio. We truly are a voice of an awakening world, and because of your participation and energy that you bring to the show, we are featured all over the world. Today we're talking with Paula Bell. She is a Reiki expert. She loves Reiki and how it changes and and moves people's lives into places of being intentional. She has a very well-known radio show, For the Love of Reiki on Voice America. Uh, Paula, um, you were saying that one of your anchors, as you and I were talking during break, is that you have a favorite quote. Share it with all of us. Yes, yes. All right. I will do that. One of my favorite quotes is, when you are a servant, you become a leader through your actions. And, you know, I believe this this really says something in so many ways it can be looked at. You know, you may think, well, how can a servant, you're a servant, you're an employee, whatever you want to call it, how could they be a leader or but yet it is a huge thing to say because really I believe you can start out with the intent and the heart and love to be a servant. And then what you do, you end up being a leader because you bring others into that path and in the line of the direction you're going. So it can turn that around to where you are a leader it's it's just a, a beautiful quote, something that I have always strived to to live by. And when you when you said that, you know, kind of what's coming up for me is this: the whole consciousness of uh, beloved community and beloved service with our dear uh, Martin Luther King Jr. That's kind of kind of surfacing up for me as you're talking about that quote. You know, both he and and, and Gandhi had this immense dedication to serving. And and that, well, you know, it brings up within all of us our inner wellspring uh, that you can't outgive yourself when you're serving. You know, there's just that infinite energy that is coming forth. It's like, it's like when you are, when you meet people like when I met you across that huge ship, it's like our energies, we just kind of recognize each other. And one of our first responses to one another is, you do healing energy work, don't you? Because <laughs> you can tell. You know, you can tell. And that's the part that, you know, for for people to receive the energy and our being of service and our being a catalyst, well, it comes through us. And so we get like that dual benefit. You know, because we're just that pipeline, if you will, of source, and yet it really impacts us in in the most profound way. So, I love that. That's a that's a great quote. I can tell where you, you know, where it guides and 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 leads you to to new places. It's a great anchor. Yeah, 
Yes, and and it's so true when we connected Temple. It was, oh, my gosh, I just met an energy sister because we are mm-hmm. we're energy sisters. And I love that path it, it bringing to us. And I, I would love to give an example of, you know, something that this path of server or living in the heart of gratitude. Uh, I was recently featured in New York Times Square. And I was contacted by a gentleman from the New York Continental Who's Who saying he'd like to put something, a picture from a a magazine article in New York that I was featured in. And I said, fine. He wanted to put it in Times Square. I didn't ask any questions. I didn't ask any details. I went into it with whatever he does, I'm grateful. And it could be a, you know, uh, eight by ten in a window somewhere. And when that gentleman emailed me a picture, I I was breathless. It's about it was Times Square, New York, eight stories tall. <laughs> was this billboard given to me for free? But oh my gosh. it's not something I went looking for. It just came. And I really believe when we have gratitude and faith and have trust and confidence, things can come through for us and and we can help others just beyond our dreams. So, yes, I I, I love that. I still am breathless when I look at the picture. (laughs) So I'm needing a trip to New York one of these days. And then, so was it a photo of you? Was it of you and your website? Was it uh, you pertinent to the the Reiki work that you do in the world? What was the create the visual for us who didn't have the opportunity to see it? What was it like? It was a picture of me and one of my rescue dogs. I have three rescues. It was. A res- one of my rescue dogs, and it was one of the pictures that was posted in the Women of Distinction magazine. And so they they repixeled that, changed the picture a bit, and it was it was featuring the wellness inspired website. And then it also had a press release with it, and they sent out a press release. So so they did quite a bit, but it was it was basically about my wellness-inspired website. What an honor. And it, it kind of lines up with the uh, teachings of uh, Ernest Holmes and the Science of Mind when it says, my own shall find me, it will come to me, it will always find me, and nor can I hinder it from finding me because my own belongs to me. So it sounds like you are um, and have learned as an intentional spirit to live in the awareness of allowing, not going out manipulating, controlling, not trying to force upon uh, certain actions in your life, but allowing them to unfold. And I imagine those are the kind of people that that you attract in your in your life as well. That's a great story, and you're right. I mean, no, not not many people can say that that they've been featured on Times Square. Good for you. That's definitely the the presence emerging through your your consciousness. Well, talk about um, some of the before and afters. We love stories. Uh, we love examples. Uh, give us some examples of some people that have come to see you or some children or some animals and how their lives have changed because of the Reiki. Obviously, you elaborated on you extended. The dog's life was extended because of Reiki. But what are some other examples of that? Let me let me give you a few just short examples of some of the effects I've seen Reiki have on clients over the years. One was I received a phone call from a a mother in Seattle. I'm from the Northwest and her daughter had been in a involved in a drive-by shooting. She was standing outside a restaurant in Seattle and someone drove by and she was shot in the back. And she was in a lot of pain. Her vision was blurred. They couldn't remove the bullet because of where it was. And her mom said, I'm thinking that Reiki may help 
and she had, you know, I believe everyone that comes to me, source sends them. I, I've never worried about where to find clients or students. I just open up to it. And she brought her daughter down for several treatments, and it was just beautiful. And her, her daughter swears, tells everyone that her vision cleared after her Reiki and she was in less pain. So there's one example. I've had clients that have come in with uh, different pain issues, and after several Reiki treatments, they've said the pain never returned. I've had clients that have said what an emotional difference it's made for them and what a manifestation difference it's made going from having been laid off of a job, emotional, stressed, worried, to, oh my gosh, I was offered three of the most fabulous jobs out there. So it can Mm -hmm. affect us emotionally, physically. And then I'll share one quick story on the animal basis. I had a woman in the Seattle area contact me, and her dog had been attacked by a coyote, and she had taken it to the vet. It had had several surgeries, and it couldn't even drink water. Its its neck was um, had a tube, so she had to literally, you know, feed it. So, and they didn't have a very good diagnosis. And she said, "Can can I bring my dog?" And I have several clients that they get Reiki, and then I give the dog some Reiki. But she brought this dog for several visits. And the dogs, animals, they just, oh, they are so in tune to it and so love it. But that dog, a month later, was eating, drinking, had the tube out, doing fantastic. So, you know, it's a great, it works with Western medicine, but it's just a great tool for so many things. And and even if, I've had people ask, I don't have health issues, so should I receive Reiki? And I say, yes, it's really it's just a big a big boost. It's love. It's connecting with source. It's an energy vibration raising. It raises you to a higher vibration. So, and it's almost like I call it pulling weeds out of a out of the garden. And so there's there's just an endless amount of stories out there about Reiki and, and what it does for others. So it's really beautiful. Well, I think that, you know, energy medicine is, it's, it's such an ancient part of, it's tribal for us. You know, it's since the beginning of time, people would come in together with their dancing, their chanting. They're coming together around the fireplace, uh, fireplace. <laughs> Well, that sounded that sounded a bit modern in a place of a very old and ancient culture. Let me elaborate. They would be around the bonfire or the fire pit. How's that? And they would bring their energies back up. They would bring their energies back up. And when people talk often about the law of attraction, law of attraction, um, you know, many times they're using the terminology that's related to just the thinking and the mind part. Um, versus the heart part, which is 50 times greater, that attraction magnet, that connection, that, that life force, and, and the energy part. Uh, when I first started in teaching metaphysics, you know, I would do like so many people, I would say change your thinking, change your life. But as the years went by, Paula, what I recognized is at least from my own assessment, including myself, you know, changing the thinking had been had brought forth some awarenesses. It had certainly supported a few things and brought in some level of abundance and connection and those kind of things. But I changed mine to change your energy, change your life. Actually, it's change your energy and your life will change. Um, because if your thinking is in one capacity, but like you said, uh, so boldly and so bravely, energetically speaking, if your energy isn't aligned with that idea, it won't find, it, it won't even be a connection. 
you know, just like we saw each other from the other side of the ship, it's because you recognize that particular frequency. It's like having the frequency of a radio, your favorite radio show being 105.5, but you're trying to get it to come 94.5. You know, yeah. so yeah. that to me is is such a great benefit of of doing energy work with someone, even if you feel um, that with where you are, especially health-wise, that you don't quote-unquote need it, it's that the benefits that you would have because of your allowing it to happen. Yes, yes. Oh, I love that temple. Yes. Yes, our, our I've seen it many times. Yes. I've seen it many times. I've, I've worked with many clients that they just live from the place of there's not enough. And, and once their energy changes in their, you know, first and second chakras and they're able to open up more um, in a more way of energy, it's like all of a sudden it's like, wow, the unexpected's coming, new doors and avenues open up to them, different things happen um, because they're, they're open to that higher way of life. It's really exciting. I, I, I love it, and I'm really glad that you do the work. With your crystal bed as part of your, you know, what you do as a, um, a practitioner healer, uh, how did this come about in your life? Did you go to uh, Brazil? I actually, it was on a trip to Peru. I went to Peru for my master training. And uh-huh. just had some great experiences with a shaman, a medicine man, did my uh, Reiki training, and, and just enjoyed um, a lot of the spirituality there. But one of the resorts I stayed at in the Sacred Valley, they actually had one of the crystal healing beds. And so I, because I love crystals, I'm nuts about crystals, I did a, a two or three sessions with the bed, and I absolutely fell in love with it. So I came back to Washington, did some research, and just said, oh, have to have one, have to have one. So I, I've i had my crystal bed several years now, I think about six, seven years now. And what I offer clients is, we combine, and I love combining several things into a, a energy healing session. Um, they will lay on the massage table, receive Reiki. Uh, I do a little bit of shamanism. We have the crystal bed going as well. I, I call it a happy meal. And, you know, just have fun. <laughs> happy I, I meal. At, yeah, yeah, what we all do, you know, we're all such individuals and we all have our own beautiful gifts in what we do as a practitioner and you know you bring in things you love crystals oils whatever and I see it as just making a big pot of soup and this is your special soup this is what you do but I love the crystal bed it's it's amazing and it really goes well with Reiki because like water it really takes the Reiki energy in so those crystals are actually, you know, they take in the Reiki energy, and and it just, it's really a beautiful combination. So I, I do love the crystal bed. Yeah, we've had one featured in our uh, community for many years, and we have people drive for miles and across the state to be able to use it because it's certainly more accessible than to go to Abidjania, Brazil, where they have so many of them. And that's a requirement, you know, when you're doing the work there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really love your philosophy, and I, I think it's um, it warrants kind of taking the time to kind of highlight that. And I used to say this a lot in our in our spiritual campus that when people think of the word healing, they tend to, as a culture, people tend to think of that means something's wrong with me, and. In some cases, that is true, but also healing is what could be more right with you that you don't know yet. <laughs> so I love that. 
right? It's not just that something is broken. It could mean that there's a level of wholeness that hasn't revealed itself yet. In other words, I like to define it, too. It could be that you're a person walking around just accepting policies and rules and dictatorship um, because your esteem isn't there for you to say, I, in my life, um, ought to have a certain amount of respect, and I'm going to seek what's seeking me in something greater. It can be assertiveness. It can be um, more energy. It can be being remaining young uh, in spite of what the number of your life can be. It's so many things, not I have a broken wing and I hope somebody can fix that. Yes, yes. Yes, it's it's like enabling yourself or nurturing yourself and working to just shine brighter, not necessarily that you're broke, but to just shine brighter. I love that. Yeah, I, I do too. And And having people in your life that hold that capacity for you to have yourself allow that light to shine. Absolutely. It's, you know, just such a beautiful progression. And, and I see it as really loving ourselves in doing things such as nutrition, feeding our body well, honoring our body, uh, feeding our mind with, with positive thoughts and seeing, let's, let's say there is something we want. I feel if you just concentrate, I want this, I don't have it, I want this, I don't have it, like creates like. You're creating more of I don't have it. But Mm -hmm. if you can sit back, I believe, and allow and say, yes, I have it. Yes, it is coming. I think that can change the whole path into going to that. So... You know, all the things we do for us, meditation and taking care of our body, taking care of ourselves emotionally and loving ourselves, I think is, is a nurturing that, that just helps us blossom. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I absolutely agree with you. Um, tell us another Reiki story. You have so many. I just, and to me, stories tell it all. Um, oh. Tell us another one, either about an animal or a person. Uh, well, let's see. Oh my gosh, I I love giving Reiki. Well, here's 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 an animal one, and then I can throw out another uh, human one. But one of my rescues, she's actually from Cabo, Mexico, and I'm someone that you know I'm I give. I have feral cats follow me around when I'm in Mexico because I'm sending them all Reiki and, and this and that. And I found her one day walking through town. She was starved. And I started taking her food, and I would give her Reiki from about six feet away. And, and everyone came out and said, no, no, she doesn't let anyone near. She's wild. She'll run. And I continued and by the end of the week, she actually allowed me to walk up to her, put a rope around her neck, take her to the car, and I took her to the Humane Society. They took care of everything and met us at the airport, and she's the sweetest dog in the world. But she just felt it, and she trusted, and she came home with me. Oh. So, it's it people were shocked and she was living kind of behind the police station and all the policemen were saying no no she she won't let anyone near no you'll never be able to and there she came there she came it was it was just beautiful oh here's a fun reiki story human wise i have a dear friend uh who lives in the country of jordan and her um husband was experiencing these these horrific headaches and she said he just seemed to get them every night and you know they just didn't know what to do 
and, you know, he was working with the doctor, and so she was here, and we were getting together, and I said, okay, would you like me to send him some long-distance Reiki? And she said, yes, yes, because long-distance Reiki is very powerful. It, it, it's a beautiful thing. And so I said, okay, tomorrow I'll send him some Reiki. And so I did that next morning. It was around 10 a.m. my time. And, and I got an email from her later in the day, and she said, did you, did you send Reiki? And I said, yeah. What time? What time did you send Reiki? And I said, well, let me see. Okay, it was about this time. And she was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Her husband was getting ready for bed. The headache started. He went to bed with a horrible headache. About 15 minutes later, it stopped, and he was headache-free all night. And the time frame that the headache stopped was the time frame that I was giving him Reiki, sending him Reiki. So it's it's fun. It is. Changing lives. I love all the work you do with uh, spiritual activism, and I I really love all the work that you do related to the animals and and I I have said many times, you know, in my in my life, there will come a time that we will deeply apologize to them for the inability to really know how much broader and brighter and more aware they were um, than often us, actually. <laughs> yes. Yes. And may I share with the listeners, I invite you to join me every every month. This is something that I began a year ago, December. Every month on the third Saturday of the month, between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m., wherever you are, whatever time zone you are in, we have a Reiki circle for the entire world's animal kingdom. And it's not just sending Reiki. You don't have to be a Reiki practitioner. It can be sending love and prayer if you can take a few minutes. So what we've created because of the time zones, this beautiful 24-hour wave of love, prayer, Reiki that goes to the entire planet's animal kingdom every month. And this wave is growing every month. It's very excited. But our, the animals need that, and they feel it. I really believe they feel it. So I welcome anyone out there to join us in this, this monthly circle. And that's uh, which Saturday of the month? The third Saturday of every month, yes. Okay, the third Saturday of every month. And anyone, wherever you are, you're just aligning with that and holding that, that awareness for the animals. That's awesome. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, um, you had mentioned... Um, at the very beginning when we started talking, and we, we still have three or four minutes, um, when you were talking about your body and, you know, taking care of your body and those kind of things, is there a, a certain type of practice that you do, a certain way of, of eating and living that has worked for you? I, that's a great question, yes. I really have, I've always been nutrition conscious but may have not as practiced as good as I should, especially my restaurant years. But I have become more nutritional-based, my healthy smoothie. I, I, I don't eat meat anymore. But what I've seen is also with the nutrition is as I've grown energetically and raised my, my frequencies, and my vibration, it's really amazing. And I am, very, I am very devoted to very good water, to putting good water in our body. But it's amazing. As we raise our vibration and our body gets healthier, we need less sleep because our body doesn't need as much time to detox. And I have found I have very little appetite anymore. Over the years, I eat less and less. I don't need it. I sleep less. I wake up wide awake. And I feel all this is from the nutrition 
end, but it's also from the the living in a higher vibration. Our vibration levels, if we focus on anger, resentment, jealousy, all of those vibrations keep our energy frequency down. If we can raise our vibration level, live in compassion and love and caring, that raises us us up to a higher level. And that's not easy. It's not easy because we all have bumps in the road, problems can come, And what I tell my students, think of yourself in this beautiful, warm, flowing river of love. That is, you're connected with Source. We we are a part of totality, all of us, and I believe we are all connected. So here you are in this beautiful, flowing love. Well, problems come. Traumas come. And they're like waves. So see these waves, know those waves, but don't become the wave. If you become the wave, it's like you're going to hit the rock, you're going to hurt, you're going to suffer. So what I advise my students and clients is see the wave, acknowledge it, make a decision on how to handle that wave, a decision based out of love and compassion, and then let the wave go. Let the wave go and be that warm, loving, comforting water. So I I would have to say that is uh, what I would put out there. That's my recommendation to the listeners. A little something to think about is to be the water, not the wave. And, and love your body and love yourself. That's really powerful. Thank you so much, Paula Bell, for being on our show. I want to mention that you can go to her website, know more about Paula, the various workshops that she offers, the different programs, and also to know when into her show, lovereikiradio.com. Her website is wellnessinspired.com. For those of you that like these types of conversations, please join me at firstunity.org as well as templehaze.com. Thank you for being with us. And may you continue to be an intentional spirit by seeing and being at the right time exactly who you are. God bless you, Paula. Thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, love and hugs and blessings, Temple. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org. It is the birthright of each and every one of us to live an awakened life. Most religions and spiritual traditions teach us that we need to adopt a certain belief system or follow some prescribed steps to attain a state of enlightenment. A long-held belief about awakening is that only a small number of people destined to become gurus or spiritual teachers can attain it. It is certainly true that until recent times, only a small number of people on the planet had attained this state of full self-realization. These saints, mystics, and spiritual masters were seen as special. They certainly were at the time. However, times are changing. This message was brought to you by T.J. Woodward, host of Awakened Living Radio. Learn more from T.J. on his weekly podcasts. Episodes are available on unityonlineradio.org, iTunes, and Google Play Music. When your world goes topsy-turvy and turmoil threatens, try this exercise. Think about tranquility. Let the screen of your mind reflect whatever the word tranquility may bring. Perhaps you'll see a majestic snow-covered mountain peak, perhaps a clear still lake or a sparkling stream. Enjoy whatever image comes. It's your thought. 
Now let yourself find the place of complete stillness deep within you. Here you are poised, serene, and peaceful. The poet T.S. Eliot wrote, At the still point, there the dance is. The dance of life continually shifts its rhythm and form in its attempt to carry you beyond limited ideas of who you are. Enter into the still point of your being. There, regardless of what may surround you, you will find peace. This message has been brought to you by the Association of Unity Churches International. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Rev. Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio. base of all life is the infinite wellspring of source, and each of us has a unique way of expressing that source as an individualized soul. Do you enjoy the company of inspiring people who are living on purpose? Do you want to live joyfully attuned to your own unique soul expression? Host Rev. Kristen Powell welcomes you to join the gathering of souls who live this way. You'll meet artists, naturalists, and other soulful expressions that will inspire you to call forth the most alive, passionate version of yourself. Get into the natural stream of your own soul by tuning into Soul Stream live every Wednesday at noon Central Time on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Somewhere, tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio. The teachings of Unity's founders, almost a hundred years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, For Unity Classic Radio, words from our past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio, words from our past, every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, Right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Rev. Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, 
prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation only on Unity Online Radio. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.